0: There's been a lot made of their yeah, relationship lot of and lots of people say that she's actually the very strong one yes. and that he's the sort of more emotional, uh, more vulnerable one. And yet Mary has been sort of the backbone of this new family. What I like about them is that they are visible but they're not grandstanding. The occasions they stepped out most recently was at the funeral of the ASOS founders, three children who died oh, in the Sri yes, Lanka bombing. Yes. Absolutely heartbreaking. Mary and Frederick made the decision to take all four of them their children Mm. to that funeral. Hello and
1: welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes us behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Rebecca Hyde and today we'll be talking about the secret behind Mary and Fred's successful marriage as they celebrate 15 years and the Queen's plans to pass on the crown to her son. And joining us today to share all of her amazing knowledge is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. Hey Ange, how are you? Nice to see you again Beck. So our very own Princess Mary has just celebrating her 15th wedding anniversary to Prince Frederick. Have they said anything about their anniversary?
0: They haven't actually. They've been incredibly uh they've said very <laughs> actually nothing about it, which is I kind of like. <laughs> I feel a bit royal <laughs> overloaded <laughs> at separation. the moment even for me who um reads this stuff <laughs> diligently. Look, they haven't said anything. She stepped out the day before or a couple of days before and uh to a event where Tie in with uh, Danish and Australian universities, and she was presenting some scholarships. But no, very quietly. We know <laughs> last year she obviously spoke on Frederick's fiftieth birthday. But I think it's kind of cool that they just didn't make much yeah, of a big deal about it. No. It seems doesn't seem like fifteen years ago, does it? I that's mean, it's, it's it, terrifying. It just yes. feels like yesterday that we really had the does. Sydney Olympics, which of course we know that that's when they met, and then obviously they went on to get married on um, on May the fourteenth, two thousand and four. So much about that wedding was so gorgeous. If you remember <laughs> that Copenhagen Cathedral, she wore that ivory satin dress, which you know was beautiful. It was a forerunner to Meghan's dress, uh, uh, yes, the Duchess of Sussex's yes. dress, actually. Um, she had that six-meter train and that beautiful veil that was part of the Danish royal family for for a long time. And, and you know, she she worked it around that that bun that she had. Um, lovely touches she had. This gorgeous bouquet of roses but obviously the eucalyptus within uh, that to mark her Australian heritage and she had a sprig of myrtle from um, the palace that she was about to live in Um, but I think what was most touching about their wedding if you remember Beck, was when uh, Prince Frederick Welled up with tears just before oh, course, his yes. our wife walked Thank down that aisle. I Lovely. mean, it was really, it wasn't him. just like one of those, your eyes get a bit watery. He actually <laughs> had to, you know, sort of dab at his eyes with tissues. And I think there's been a lot made of their yeah, relationship. And lots of people say that she's actually the very strong one. Yes. And that he's the sort of more emotional, uh, more vulnerable one. And, yes. and in fact, there's some suggestion that. Um, the, their parents were sort of ensured that his younger brother got married first because they just weren't sure if he was ever going to get married. And ironically, <laughs> his brother's first marriage ended. He then married another woman who looks a lot like, um, yes, like they really Mary. Do. They really look similar. So similar. Um, and yet Mary has been sort of the backbone of this new family. What I like about them is that they are visible. But they're not grandstanding. So we don't quite see. And look, there's, there's obviously less interest in them than there is in, say, the British royals. But from, even from our point of view, there's limited access. Interestingly, one of the, um, the occasions they stepped out most recently was at the funeral of the ASOS founders, three children who died oh, in the Sri Lanka yes, bomb. Yes. Absolutely heartbreaking funeral. I don't know if you saw the images yes, from I it. Yes, I did. Yeah. There's three coffins with each with a completely Awful. Um covered in hydrangeas and each child had a different colour so there was a purple, a blue and a pink hydrangeas and interestingly Mary and Frederick made the decision to take all four of their children mm. to that funeral Isabella, their daughter who's uh, 11, no sorry she's 12 now, was um was very upset. You could see, but the, you know, it's a big deal to take four children, even yeah, the twins, who are only yeah, eight, yeah. to a funeral. But I think that was, you know, that was a measure of their respect for the businessman and his yeah. um, and his wife, and their obviously their remaining child. Um, so we do see them at things like that. We see them at things like fun runs. They were at a fun run. Um, uh, sort of family. Yeah, they yeah. are. Um, but as for um, as for saying anything about their anniversary.
1: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And Queen Margarita promised Mary's family that they would look after her. Do you think they've done that? Well done on that pronunciation,
0: <laughs> Beck. I always struggle I with that. I was pretty impressed with myself. I know. Say. It's it's that one and Eugenie, isn't it? Yes. It always gets us those. Struggle with <laughs> <Yeah. post. laughs> I know. I know. That's why I'm so grateful for Archie. You can't go wrong with that. Anyone can Oh, say. yes. I can say that one. But, yes, you're right. She did promise um, the Queen. Notice how I just sticked around <laughs> that, <hey? laughs> that, um, that she would look after after Mary, and I think that she's done that. She's very close to her daughter-in-law. Um, she's been very nurturing of her um, Mary. Yeah. Mary, of course, has done likewise. Though she's fully adopted the country. She knows, you know, she speaks Danish so fluently. She's yeah. bringing her children up, um, you know, in, a, in not her native country. And she, as you say, she's very hardworking. She's very supportive of her husband. And I think. What what was really uh, pivotal was her speech last year to Mark Frederick's fiftieth birthday, which we know went on for something like thirteen or fourteen minutes. Fluent Danish, funny, assured, <laughs> um, so competent, so regal, yeah. so authoritative. It's it almost as if impressive. she was born to that role. And I think it bodes very well for their future. Apparently, I sort of I've, I've spoke to friends who've been at events with them and said, you know, they they're very. Um, they're very sort of European proper. So for instance, they go to these events and they don't eat a lot. So they'll go to a, they'll, they'll obviously have eaten at home beforehand okay, or something. They hardly have anything to eat. They're yeah. both fit fleas and, and <laughs> veer on, um, you know, that they, they, they take their health very seriously. But, um, I think there's a, there's, mm. I wouldn't say that there's a coolness to them, but there's the sort of, uh, distance that we didn't that we're not seeing really with Megan and Harry are very vocal okay. and okay. open yeah, and I think I think the nature of Frederick and Mary possibly because they're not quite so visible but also because they seem to just be a, you know the, they're raising a family and they and and it's um, Denmark so it's it's not the UK um, there seems to just be either not so much less interest but less focus I suppose on them and I think yeah, uh, she sense. must be so glad when she looks at women like Megan and Kate <laughs> and the lives that they lead she must be incredibly grateful that she doesn't get quite that level of a scrutiny I think um, we know the Danish press covers them and loves them but, but it's not the same it's totally. no way yeah. the same it doesn't have the global scale um, and by all accounts the Danish press love them anyway um so it's all you know, very, it's, positive. It's all very yeah. positive and yeah. and you know they don't get that screw to quite that level of scrutiny or, to be honest i think she's possibly one of the best dressed royals in the world i think she wears amazing clothes oh, that amazing. really suit her they seem age appropriate she's still playful and and, and interesting you know she'll still wear a uh, swimsuit she'll still wear leggings to go on a run and everything she just she seems normal but with Polish. She really does.
1: <laughs>
0: and how do you think her life's changed? Do you think she's happy? I think she does look happy. She seems I happy. Think she she does, seems yes. really assured. She seems she knows what she's doing. She has a role. She clearly has interests. Health and fitness is clearly of interest to her. Education is in, of interest to her. She's, as we saw at that, the images from those funeral, the the funeral that I just mentioned, she was incredibly supportive of Isabella and, you know, very nurturing of her, of her, daughter a mum she's doing the work she's supporting her husband she has interests you know her husband loves sailing she joins him sometimes she loves going for runs um you know she's clearly built good strong friendships there and I think sometimes when you come from one country and move to another it's really important that you embrace it that you don't just hanker back to the country you've come from
1: yes
0: one thing I think is really sad though and is that That she's done all this without her own mum and it's, we forget sometimes that she hasn't had a mother to guide her. Um, you know, we look at someone like Carol Middleton or Doria Raglan and the, and the sounding board they must be through this process. Yes, yes. And I know that Mary's father is, is, is incredibly supportive and his, um, and her stepmother. But I think having your mum, particularly when you're, your life is run by rules and strictures and courtiers and that sort of thing to have a sounding board is so important and she lacks that so there's all the more reason to think and to applaud the the success that she's had and the you know the fact it's an enduring seemingly happy marriage she's done that without that one key pivotal um piece of support that i think you know for a woman in, of 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 her stature and would have been helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And the children are growing up so quickly. What do we know about them? Well, we don't see them that often, although Mary released a picture of the twins when they turned eight earlier this year. Um, Isabella is uh, 12 and um Christian is 13. I mean he does It just feels like yesterday he was born this oh, little I cute baby that very and he's well. suddenly yes. 13 years old. Um I think they both a the couple do a very good job of of their children are uh, active and visible to a certain extent but not all the time, they clearly have very normal lives. They have interests, they play sport, um, you know, they're into music, they're all the things that normal kids do. But we don't actually know a lot of detail about it, and I actually think that's a good thing. Yeah, yes. definitely. It, they always mm-hmm. seem very well behaved when you see them out. They do, <laughs> and luckily, and um, you know, they still come back here regularly, which I think is another thing. You know, she still has a connection. Yes, with her I love here. that. Yeah, and you know, they go to the beach on the Gold Coast, which look like any other family. Um, and well, didn't something happen when they were here last time, and they had. To have a oh, lifesaver something go to, and, Yes, Yes, yeah, yes. Right, that Christian, yeah, he sort of went under the
1: water. That's and That's right. A, yeah. yeah. So they're just like all the rest of us, really. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> except for famous
0: and regal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and meanwhile, back in England, there's some speculation that the Queen may
0: hand the crown to Charles. What are the rumours? Yeah. Look, there is some, there are some rumours that she, when she turns 95, so sort of in, you know in uh, about I think 21 months, I think she's yeah. 93 now. Yeah that she may hand it over, I'm suspicious of that. I think that she will see out her reign and that Charles may become Prince Regent, which will mean that he actually does a lot of the job but that she will retain the monarchy. Look, there is speculation that she's very old, that she can't do... Many things, but we saw, you know, recently she was at the Chelsea Flower Show. She She's was going at Lady Gabriella yeah. Windsor's wedding. She looks very happy and and capable. There's not no problem walking and that sort of thing. Obviously, we know that, that that role has a huge workload, but I think there's still the capacity to for her to be the monarch. And yet for Prince Charles to take um, more of the roles, we know she's not doing, for instance, uh, much long haul travel or anything anymore. Um, but it will be interesting to watch. I would like to see her die in office, frankly. I hope she stays there and, um, and that she, you know, that she is the queen when she dies. I think uh, it's fitting. Obviously, it completely depends on her health and um you know at at 95 you have to or 93 now but 95 in a couple of years you have to imagine that it will deteriorate but she has the best medical care and will take the best advice i imagine
1: and there's long been talk that um wills and kate should leapfrog charles and move straight um to king and queen what do you think about that do you think that's going to happen
0: no not at all <laughs> you can't put the work in that charles has put in and it, it just people always say it because they they love the glamour and the celebrity of 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 william and you know their youthfulness and their approach prince charles has done a damn good job he yes has, he's actually he has had fairly progressive interests in terms of sustainability, environmentalism, um, climate change. And, f- you know, he's, his instincts have been proven right. I think that um, he won't have a long reign because of the fact he's, no. you know, already 70. So he's not, you know, it's not that he's going to have the sort of reign that his mother enjoyed. But, no, they shouldn't leave, frogs. They should stick to the natural hierarchy <laughs> he's deserved it you know he's had a lot of sadness and heartbreak in his life yes he's done some stupid things and um um and but you know haven't many of us and i think that and that was a long time ago was he's, a long time. he's made up for it he has and i think he deserves that role you know when you're born to that and you spend your whole childhood knowing that's what you're going to do to to think that your son might leap of you is, is ludicrous so <laughs> whenever i read that and, and it is b- uh, brought up regularly i I think it's um, a failure to understand that he absolutely deserves that role. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough.
1: Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us today, Ange, and thanks everyone for listening. As usual, for more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au, our Facebook page, New Idea Royals, and of course, please check out our latest Royal Minimag in the current issue of New Idea.